What's the podcast about? Uh, that part. I don't know, man. I I, I try to figure you it got out. A whole lot of I don't knows, bro. Like because we're leading our lives with I don't know. It's very, very hard to get something out of life that yeah. we know for sure is going to happen. Yeah. You understand? But it's not your fault. It's the environment. I think once you stop drifting, mm-hmm. sky is the limit for you. But we got to stop drifting. Right now, you are a 31-year-old drifter. And intentionality is where success comes from. You suck. Your business sucks. and You'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. Mm. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman? Or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like... My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. Hi. All right. Welcome to the hot seat, man. How you feeling? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to expect, but I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> Hold on. You've seen the hot seat before, I've right? I've seen the hot seat, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, when you see the hot seat, what makes you, like, what made you say, I want to do it? Um, Just to see what, what, what comes from it. What type of... Advice you give me, yeah, um, stuff like that. Experience, really. Good, good. Okay, well, so it's half um, information, half entertainment. Okay, I guess. So I'm really a nice guy. I really, really am. Okay, but I'm a tough business coach. Okay, so you need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need for that sure. in business. You need yeah. that, that that tough love. That, Absolutely, you know. A hundred percent. So, all right, let's let's get into it, man. Um, I want you to kind of think through some some issues that you have in your business, and I'll do my best to help. Okay. But uh, where are you at now? What do you do? I'm a barber. So um, I'm at um, Pro Fresh Cuts on Moreland Avenue, 745 okay. Moreland Avenue, Southeast. Gotcha. Um, sweet unit, C103. Okay. Plug it in. I got to plug it. You <laughs> got to be doing something in, right so, already. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm a barber. Okay. Um, and I also host a podcast also. So, you know, it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. What's the goal? For the wood. The barber or the podcast. For you. For me, um, just trying to build as many relationships as I can and leverage as much as I can. And um And the goal Well hold on. So give me your name again. Goat. Goat. G O A T. So the reason you became a barber and started a podcast is to build as many relationships as you can? Uh, Somewhat. Somewhat. Of course, you want to make money and stuff, but, you know. Well, we can't assume that. Some yeah. people do do stuff just to be doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, definitely build relationships. Because you never know what to stem from relationships. Explain that. Like, you can build, you know how they say, would you take five, what is it, 500,000 or yeah. 500 or... A dinner with Jay Z. A dinner with Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? So, me personally, I take a dinner with Jay Z. You're lying to me. I take a dinner with Jay Z. You are lying to me. Yeah. You wouldn't? Why? What? What? Why? It's Jay Z. Like, Jay Z said that's a make, dumb decision. Of course, he's gonna say that for the cameras. No, but you would make way more money off a relationship with Jay Z. How? Just because it's 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 power in a relationship with Jay Z. Okay. You're I under the like. assumption. That after the dinner, 
Y'all BFFs. Nah, it ain't that. It ain't that. It's what do you just, think you're going to hear at a dinner with Jay-Z? You never know. You don't know. You but never know. You're now gambling $500,000. Question. Who do you look in business? Who mm-hmm. do you look up to and admire in business? Like today, like somebody that you know, maybe somebody that lives in Atlanta. Do they have to be pers- do, do it have to be like a personal relationship? Or? No, it's somebody that you just admire. Okay. Like Jay Z, you admire a Jay Z. You think that person's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, maybe they're an influencer. Maybe they live in Atlanta mm-hmm. and have built a big business and you like, yo, I admire them, I respect them. Um, I'm gonna say Eric Thomas first. Eric um, Thomas. Myron Golden. Myron, okay. Um those are like two of the guys who I kind of like tap in with daily. Okay. Um, you. Um, that's what's up. Real quick. That's a lot. So, would you take dinner with Myron Golden or fifty thousand dollars? I'm gonna take the dinner with Myron Golden. Dinner. Okay. Yeah. I can set that up for you. Okay. See, that's the power it's of relationship. Fifty thousand. Like if I wouldn't have met you today, I wouldn't have known that you could set that up. No, I. But if I got that fifty thousand. Then I just would have been focusing on what I can do with the fifty thousand. Yeah, but for sure. But in this scenario, it's not about not getting or not getting the fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. It's you're trading the fifty thousand. Meaning, okay. for this scenario to be true, you would have to give Myron fifty thousand dollars. Right for the dinner. Yes. Okay. Are you willing to do that? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Let's say. Would you take? Dinner with me or $20,000? I'm going to go on to dinner. Dinner? Yeah, we're going out to eat. Give me 20 grand. We'll go right now. If I had it, I would. <laughs> and You fact, have to be able to do that. Yeah, but the fact that you don't have it means you would take the money. If, the situa- if there's $20,000 right here. Okay, I see what you're And you're saying. saying, yo, you can either take this 20000 off the table. Mm. You can invest it in your business. You could do whatever. Or you can go have a conversation with David. You're lying to say, yo, if, the, if there's half a million dollars right here or a conversation with Jay-Z. It depends on where I'm at in life. Right now. Right now? Right now. I got to take the conversation because I can't afford to put the money into You can't. Af- you know why you can't afford it? Why is it? Because you make decisions like I take a conversation with somebody over half a million dollars. Even if you can apply what they're giving to you throughout the conversation? You're gambling $500,000. You don't know what that person's going to tell you. You don't know what they're going to apply. Jay-Z said, yo, why would you do that? That's silly. I put all the information I got in music. Yeah. I know how this conversation is going to go. You're going to be like, yo, Jay, how do I get to the next level? He's going to say, what would you ask ask Jay-Z? I don't know. You're willing to risk $500,000 for a conversation you don't know what you're going to ask the person? I'm telling you what you're going to ask them. Hey, man, I'm a barber. How do I get to the next level? Jay-Z's going to say, hey, you got to keep grinding. Just do whatever, da-da-da. You keep man, you just manifest it, and you're going to keep growing. Bro, you got to connect with so-and-so. And then you're going to leave that conversation with a picture. So you'll take the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And right today, you'll take the money. Today. Today. The way we think about success. So a mentor of mine said this one time. He said, mm-hmm. if you go to the poor side of town and you go to a McDonald's 
And if you go to the register to pick up your food where you give them the cash mm. and you look on the ground, there's change on the ground. There's pennies and dimes and nickels all on the ground, right? Because people from that side of town, mm. they don't value money. Mm. But if you go to a McDonald's in a better side of town, because they got McDonald's there too, yeah, you're not going to see all that kind of stuff. Because when a millionaire drops a quarter, they pick it up. I don't know, man. I seen some millionaires drop some, some bands. On stuff that they like. They picked it up, but, you know. On stuff that they like. You've also seen really successful people negotiate their rates and negotiate oh, yeah. numbers. Oh, yeah. We get what we can from this other side of town. My point is, it doesn't seem that you value money, which is an indication of the rest of this conversation mm. of why you don't have that money to invest. Okay. It's a, it's a mindset thing that's happening right now. You don't know what this person is going to say. It, the coolest part about you taking dinner with Jay-Z is being able to tell your friends you made you took dinner with Jay-Z. But you might take a picture and go viral. And you get money, you get money from that picture. What? You know what I'm saying, So if you posted a picture today with Jay-Z and it went viral, you don't think you can make the same amount of money or more. Or, or let's say Jay-Z did a skit for the podcast or for for social proof. And it goes viral. Like I'm talking about hundreds of millions of views. And what do you think happens when something gets hundreds of millions of views? I don't know. I want to find out though, because it I don't know. Is is it is is the is it money in that? Not necessarily. It's not money in viral content? It ain't five hundred thousand dollars. Dang. Over time. Let me, no, no. It's not, okay. No, let me, okay. I need to call, I want to call somebody. I want to find somebody. Who do you, who, who should we call that has millions of views? Millions. Okay, actually, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll show you right now, okay? So I'm actually going to my YouTube channel. I'm going to go to my YouTube channel. And then, let's see. This is my YouTube channel, mm. and I'm going to show you how many views I got. So let's go to view channel, and then where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Home. I got to find this. Because maybe this would be uh, enlightening for you. Okay. Dang, I can't find it. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to find this. Um... Because I have millions of views. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to make money. Now, hold on, I'll, sh I'll show you real quick. Uh, I, and I really, really hope this conversation helps you. So what you're ultimately saying is money is more important than relationships. That's what you're saying? I'm not saying money is more important than relationships. Okay. I'm saying money is more important than a potential relationship sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. It depends. But you're just not in a position where you can hedge that bet. It's just a, it's just a bad bet. I got you. So, lifetime, Okay. Look at how many views I have on my YouTube channel. You see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. How That's many? overall? 
That's overall, yeah. Okay. 81 million views. I mean, 81 million people saw my content. Okay. This did not, it didn't make me millions of dollars. But what if one video got 81 million views? What if? The, the fact, the question is, are you willing to bet that? On the, on the 81 million? On a potential. Mm. Without knowing the numbers. Just because you take a picture with somebody doesn't mean you become successful. That was just an example. It was just an example. No, but I, I'm just trying to lay a foundation for how we're viewing money. Okay. If you don't value money, you won't have any. And I'm not saying don't value relationships, but this is a bet. How many, you think Jay-Z's looking for new friends? Or do you think he's just going to have this dinner, then go about his life with his wife and his kids and his music and his real friends? It depends on the impact you have on Okay, but you don't even know the question that you're going to ask him. So how are you going to have an impact? <laughs> I mean, I think of that, you know. I think of that. Just be genuine, you know. Just be yourself. It'll come to you. Okay. So you tell me. So? No. So you no. think you got to have it all sketched out before? I think he's going to answer your questions. Okay. In fact, if I'm being honest, I would rather pay... Myron a hundred thousand then pay Jay-Z a hundred thousand because Myron has taught me how to make money. Most definitely. I can I can okay, I, can I go really for don't think Jay-Z can teach me how to make money. I can go for that. Yeah. We got it like really we gotta be able to respect money. And I think that may be a challenge right now. But so tell me about what's one thing that you're struggling with? Oh uh, clientele. As far as um the barber, clientele. Um, as far as the podcast. Are you good at barbering? Yeah, yeah, I can cut. I can cut. Are you good? Yeah. How do you know? I'm not the best, but I'm good. My clients don't well the few people have few clients that I do have, they tell me, you know, they, they give me feedback and you know, um How long have you been cutting here? Um, say about four one or five years. Do you think that an indication of your ability to keep a client is based or your your do you think that your ability to cut hair is an indication of how many clients you'll have? Meaning nah. if you're really good, you'll have a lot of clients. Because I, I know some barbers that are really good, but they don't have the clientele like that. Maybe like some characteristic issues or some some um There we go. So the good isn't know. just the ability. You got to have it all. You got to have the total package, the confidence, everything. So if you don't have a lot of clients, you probably don't have it all. Well, I'm new as far as, like, the profession because I had to go to school for two years. I just graduated school in May, so. And I just got into the shop a month ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, as far as, like, professionally cutting, I'm new to it. That's why I say I'm struggling with the clientele now. Gotcha. And what's the podcast about? Uh, That part. I don't know, man. I I, I try to figure you it got out. Got a whole lot of I don't often. knows, bro. Like, I, I, I try to figure it out often, man. Like like, how can you box a podcast into like just one thing? Like put me down on that. My podcast is about entrepreneurship. Okay. There's a lot of things you can do with five hundred dollars. I mean, you can have a night out with your significant other. You could buy some really expensive shoes. Well, really nice shoes are about. Double $500. You could buy a course or you can learn something for $500. But I have something better for you to do with the $500. I want to meet with you every single morning for the rest of your life. 
Well, maybe not the rest of your life, but every morning, Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. I have information and game that have allowed me to build a successful business, a successful community, and a successful life all the way around. But I want to share that with you. But the only way we can accomplish this is not me selling you a course, not me giving you a one-on-one consultation, because even with that, you'll get the information, but you'll need more. I want to meet with you every single morning. Now, would I meet with someone every morning for 500 bucks for a year? And the answer is yes. Actually, we've been doing this thing since 2017. We have what's called the morning meetup. Every single month, we have a theme, whether it's social media, whether it's motivation, whether it's strategy, whatever it is, we have a theme for the month. And every morning in that month, we have a conversation around that topic. And I am giving a wealth of knowledge, not only myself, but a lot of friends, a lot of people that you see on this podcast, they join every single week. So you need a community of people that you can grow with and you need a coach. I'm your coach. The Morning Meetup is your community. Go to themorningmeetup.com. It's $499 and I will meet you every single morning for an entire year. Give it a shot. It's a little box right there. See, I'm trying to figure out like, because I don't really want to do the entrepreneurship route with the podcast. I kind of like, my vision for it starting out was kind of almost like uh, a 85 South model, so to say. Like, kind of mess the comedy with also um, informative type stuff, information for people who, you know, don't really tune in to, like, the mainstream podcast, so to say. Mm-hmm. And also bring in up-and-coming entrepreneurs and stuff like that onto the show so they can tell their story and promote their brand and stuff like that. I'm not mad at that, my brother. What is something that, what's something that you're struggling with that you think I can help you with? With the podcast? Period. I don't know what you need to, like, first off, I don't know if you have, how old are you? 31. 31. Yep. You know who you want to be? I want to be me. I mean, you're already you, but, (laughs) and would you want to be you forever? The you you are now? I don't have no choice. You definitely have a choice. I can't change and be somebody else. You don't have to be somebody else, but you could be a different version of yourself. Okay. All right. I'm so definitely I'm trying not, to be a better version. I'm of not who I was right. when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Totally different person. Same human being, totally different person. But I think your biggest challenge right now is struggling with identity issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're from the east side of Atlanta. Right. Where... It's it's a badge to be real. Yeah. Right? I don't... You grew up in the streets? Nah. No? Like, what do you mean by industry? What I mean by industry, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, tell me about your environment growing up. Um, you familiar with East Atlanta, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, bad, like... You know, you had the violence and stuff like that go on, but you know, for the most part, if you you had to focus and you stayed on your focus, like I did music growing up, yep. so that was like I was in the streets then, <laughs> not illegal streets, but yeah. doing music. Uh, okay, let me not judge. What, what was your rap name first off? Go, go, okay. Yep. And what did you rap about? My life. Like, my, my experiences, what I went through in life, stuff like that. Give me like some that. of the bars. Just give me some of the bars. Um, Try to be as edited as possible. 
Let me see. Man, I got so many. Give me just a little bit of a verse from a song. Okay. Um, that talks about your life, maybe. like. Your okay. Okay. I know I'm close. I can see the signs. Don't look around when it's time. Never mind. I can't even finish it because you're going to think I'm from the streets. <laughs> 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 nah, but I'll finish it, though. Finish it. All right. Finish it. I must be close so I can see the signs. Don't look around when it's time to ride. I'm my own shooter. Now they nigga talk about what they're going to do. But don't do it. How the hell you going to draw down? So real quick, don't real shoot quick. It. That was your life, yes? Not my life. So you just, like just fictional... So you grew up like you grew up like prep kid. I, I grew just. up around. Nah, I wasn't prep. I, I wasn't a prep kid. I, I grew up around it. You know, I, I, I wasn't. I don't want. You I wasn't heavily involved. Yeah, yeah, like I, I was. I was one foot was in, in one foot out. Nah, I wasn't in the streets, man. You never in none of your raps. You said you never like, said but, I'm but, from the streets. But you, you never said what being from the streets meant. Correct. But I'm saying in any of your raps, did you ever? Did you ever talk about being in the streets? Like I'm like, a street dude. Yeah. I talked about the streets. I talked about like yes, and you're a dude from the streets. The, the consequences that could happen from being, you know, but handling, you also, handling business in the streets. Right, but you also that. yes, but you also talked about you being one of these people that's contributing to. I'm me personally. I'm from the hood. I'm not. I've, I okay, feel like okay. This is how I break yeah. it down. Like I'm from the hood, meaning like I grew up in a poverty and restricted, restricted environment. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. when when I hear. From the streets, I think of drug dealing. Okay, I got you. Gang yeah, bang, yeah. all that type stuff. You just for clarity, you did nothing illegal. Your girl, your, your oh no, 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 good, nah, exactly. Nah. So you're from the hood, from the hood, from yeah. the hood. Okay, good. So there's a code in the hood where there. What do you think I'm about to say? No snitching. No, no, oh, okay. no, no. <laughs> I know you from the hood, because like your antennas go off. <laughs> My point is, in this environment, we don't think big outside of becoming a rapper or a musician or doing something illegal to make money i can't agree with that i'm just let me just give you a foundation just speaking in general in general okay not you okay in that environment right there it's it's hard to get out because there's such a stronghold on that environment meaning you can't go out and be too positive because it looks like you're leaving us right or if if you if you're a part of a group mm-hmm. and you're saying I don't want to do what y'all doing anymore, it's hard to even have that conversation because they feel like you're leaving them or something's wrong with them. Yeah, it's or a crab in the bucket effect. It's a crab in the bucket effect. hundred percent. There's something mentally going on from where you're from that's keeping you with that mindset, where you say I'd rather. Go viral with a picture of somebody that y'all recognize mm. and have a half a half a million dollars that can take us all out of this environment or have a half a million dollars where I can turn it into something positive. Okay. But you don't respect money or you don't even think wealth just yet. You're only thinking that's why I'm saying when you're talking about like relationships, mm. you're not talking about how I can create these relationships to go become successful. You're saying, I don't know what to ask, but I just would rather have relationships than success or money. Okay. That's a, that's a mentality that's like, that comes from the hood. Now I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in the hood. Okay. But I did grow up in an environment that was close enough to where there's a lot of people there mm-hmm. that want to be tougher than they are. And maybe they are tough because they did the things, yeah. right? There's, 
in my middle school, I went to uh, Memorial Junior High School in Willowbrook, New Jersey. The year I was there. I was about to say, what is that? I thought you were going to say Memorial Drive or something. Oh, no, 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 no. But so Willingboro is the city next to Camden, New Jersey. And Camden was like the murder capital for a long time. I'm not saying Willingboro is the hood, but it did have, yeah, it yeah. had that environment. Yeah. Every single day, all you got to do is follow the crowd. There's fights. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. When I, I sold weed because that's what we do here. You sold weed? Yeah. What? I wasn't that good at it. Hey. It was my environment. Yeah. And then hey. my cousin, when I came down to Atlanta, I came down from my, my senior year of high school, graduated there, and I was like, yo, I'm going back home to Jersey to do nothing with my friends. Wow. Because what? I wanted to be around my friends, right? But my cousin said, yo, if you stay here for the summer in Atlanta, stay here for the summer, I'll buy you a new car. Mm. You know what I did? You left. I went back home to Willingboro to do nothing. And did what? Weed. You tried nothing. to sell weed? Nothing. So why weed. why weren't you good at selling weed? Like, how can you? What? Because the goal wasn't to get rich. The goal was to say we sell weed. Wow. And eat that day. That's crazy. It, it wasn't like we had a we had a meeting. It's like, yo, all right, so here's how we lock down the whole city. <laughs> right. You get that corner. You get this. And then, like, we're going to have this whole operation. We're going to take the money, and we're going to buy buildings. It wasn't that way. Yeah. It's a mentality from where I grow up where this is where we stay. This mm -hmm. is the life that we have, and the world is no bigger than this area. Yeah. But see, I knew the ins and out of it. Like, I knew to get back more than what you put in, you either have to have a plug or you have to be fronted the product to make actually make some money. But seeing how what everybody around me was doing it, they was putting their money into it and only making their money back or losing their money. So I don't really, I ain't really see no purpose in like that. But what is some money to make some money? What does that mean? I in my rap, so I was a rapper too. Mm. In my, because that's what we do. We sell weed and we rap, but we rap about selling cocaine. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I never right. sold a cocaine, but I was. Oh, I rap about never, it. I never but, went that that extreme. But I was, I was, I was rapping about like how I can, um, you know, how I'm this kingpin, and I wasn't. Wow. <laughs> Give me, give me some of your bars there. Let me I hear some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember none of them. I don't remember none of them. My point man. is, my point is, I was able to break free from that. Right. I want you to break free from that mentality. I have. You haven't. You don't think so? Because you're still willing to take a dinner with Jay Z to go viral over five hundred thousand dollars. You're not thinking well. <laughs> you know. Okay, let's think about this. What could you do with half a million dollars? I don't know. You know, you can sit in, you can sit around all day and say what you're gonna do about money, or if you had this certain amount of money, but you never know what you're gonna do when you actually get that money. Yeah, like you can touch that money and just go crazy. Yeah, or you uh, can touch that money and just do something super successful. It's all about your mindset, like you were saying. hundred percent. I don't. I honestly can't answer that question right now. The problem is you got a lot of I don't knows and you haven't thought about it. And right now you're 31, right? It's okay to be that way. You think so? Yeah, I don't think so. If you didn't think so, you wouldn't be that way. But this is how you are right now. I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, no, that's the purpose of this conversation, yeah. right? You just don't have that much longer for this to be okay. Nah. To where yes. I don't know. What would you ask Jay Z if you had to give up five hundred thousand? I don't know. What do you want to become? Myself. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
which means we haven't sat down and thought about it. Mm. You got to sit there and think about it because I'm telling you, 10 more years is going to come by. It's going to be 40. You're going to be 41. You'll be at the same barbershop with the same friends. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not wishing that on you. No, 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 I got you. I got you. Time flies. Yeah. What yeah. has changed between 21 and 31 for you? Uh, my careers. Like I said, I was, I was really focusing on music. That was my, that was my focus. I thought that was going to do it for me. But once I started seeing the changes in the industry, I started like, okay, let me focus on something else. That may be why you sense that a lot of I don't know is because I'm transferring it to something completely new for me. So I'm still figuring it out. So I would say that's my major change from 21 to now, converting the music to something completely different that I never did before. But where you are in terms of like financially Mm -hmm. and your your rank in your career, right? From 21 to 31, I would imagine not a whole lot's changed. You might be a barber. You wasn't a barber 10 years ago. Right. Cool. Right. right? You were doing music. You're doing podcasting now. Mm. But maybe, I don't know, the music didn't take off or, you know what I mean? It's to, I probably got the same group of friends that I'm with, whatever. Yeah. But if we really think about it, probably not a lot's changed from 21 to 31. It's very, very easy to go from 31 to 41 and nothing changes. Nothing changes, it's facts. But the only way it changes is intentionality. And you don't have intentionality right now. It's not like I'm saying, the reason I'm coming, okay. Do you have a question for me? That's it. Not yet, okay. I think it's something. Okay. Which means, if somebody asked you before you got here, hey, you about to go do the hot seat. Mm -hmm. What you trying to learn? And you'll probably say, I don't know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But if you said, all right, well, here's my major focus. I want to grow my podcast. Mm -hmm. This is the concept. This is what I'm working on. I already did this pre-thinking. And someone said, hey, you about to be on the hot seat. What you going to learn? You going to say, yo, I'm looking to grow my podcast. This is my plan that I have already. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out if there's some holes in there. Okay. And then you get a lot more from this conversation. Yeah. But because we're leading our lives with I don't know, it's very, very hard to get something out of life that yeah. we know for sure is going to happen. Yeah. You understand? But it's not your fault. It's the environment. You have been, Well, I'm not in the hood anymore. Well, you're not in the hood, but yeah. you grew up in this mentality. Yeah, okay, and so it's, it's embedded, yeah. It's embedded. Yeah. And that's not necessarily your fault. Mm-hmm. Our black communities were designed this way. You understand? Mm -hmm. They were designed this way. So, are you familiar with the 13th Amendment? Not not word by word. Me neither. I'm I'm not like a scholar like that. Okay, I guess. um, Slavery days, 1800s, right? Um, And then slavery was abolished, but they implemented the 13th Amendment after slavery was abolished. The 13th Amendment says you can, it's illegal to be a slave unless... You're convicted of a crime, meaning it's legal to be a slave if you've been convicted of a crime. It's legal to be a slave if you're con- convicted of a crime? Yes. So what is a job? Well, that's not slavery because you can come and go what you want. Uh, not necessarily. Yes, you can. You, a job, you can just you walk You got a certain away. time to be there. You got a certain time to leave. 
you got a certain time, you have an opportunity to be there. But if you don't come, nobody you kills fired. you. You get fired, for sure. But it's free will. You can do whatever you want. He's not my slave. He can come and go if you want. It's not a job. This, this is not a job. No, that is a job, ain't it? You think so? His paycheck come every, like, same time, every single month. There's a, a hire. We have an employment agreement. Okay. This is a job. Okay, okay. We think jobs are bad, but they're amazing for people who want a job. Yeah. It's a it's immense pressure for Reese to go out and just start something from scratch, got to put his own money and build it. Mm-hmm. If he has a job, he can take the money that I'm giving and build whatever he wants. He is up. a free man. Yeah, that's true. But have you ever rode down the street and you see a, uh, a police officer and a bus, and you see some people with the little green vest on, and they're like picking up trash or doing something. Yeah, like the that. prisoners. Yeah, they have to do that. Yeah. How much you think they make? A couple pennies. It's if slavery that. because yeah. you've been convicted of a crime. Mm-hmm. So slavery is legal. This is this is the Thirteenth Amendment. So when they implement the Thirteenth Amendment after the f- slaves are free. Mm-hmm. They implement what's called, uh, what was it called? Um, black something. Black something. Black Friday? Meaning, no, 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 no. Um, it's something, again, I'm not a historian. It's just some things that I know about our people. Um, there are certain crimes that are, legal, that are illegal for black people to do back in those days. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which means we can put you in jail. Slavery is abolished, mm. but if you commit a crime, huh? Curfew, Curfew for sure. Okay. But if you commit a crime, you can go back into slavery. So these corporations and the people who have the money and the power, mm. of course, they didn't like the fact that slaves were free. We need to figure out a way to put them back. In the 80s, crack, it wasn't that somebody in the hood created crack and just started spreading with their friends. Who was the inventor of that? The government plants it so that it keeps us exactly where we are. Yeah. In fact, now there are more black men and pr- black people under the correctional uh, under the correctional um, uh, control mm. than there were slaves in the 1800s. Oh, that's great. Slavery didn't go anywhere. But what I'm saying is. In the hood, then they're not giving you the best books. They're not giving you the best computers. None of that stuff. Even in my, even in the school that I grew up, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Predominantly black areas just don't get the resources and things that yeah. other communities get. Why? Yeah. Because they are trying to keep us where we are. And they don't want you to see your power. They don't want you to see what you can really achieve in life. A hundred percent. To keep you down. A hundred percent. That's why it seems really, really cool to go viral. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your 
your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, booth thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal you take pictures with jay-z you get <laughs> half a million dollars think about that yeah think about that is that really a poverty mindset though a hundred percent Cause I think people that's in the hood would rather take a picture of a little baby or something like that. They ain't really that's nuts. They ain't really like press for Jay Z. That's nuts. And they so because the reason they're doing it versus the money is because one, you don't respect money. I respect being respected by my peers. If you take a picture of a little baby, you lit. If you get half a million dollars, you'll get robbed. So yeah. I don't want the money, especially if they know. Yeah. If somebody from the hood hits the lottery mm -hmm. and they still have that same mindset and mentality, they're going to give it right back. That's oh, yeah. why most of the people who hit the lottery or 
the people that are in the uh, in an impoverished neighborhood, we get those kids because they're good at sports because this is our way out. But once we get out, their mindset never gets out. They bring all their friends with them. Yeah. And yes. then they're broke years later. There are football players, basketball players that are living paycheck to paycheck right now. They're in debt. Mm. So you've got to get out. And again, I'm not saying you are that. I'm just saying I see traces of it. I guess. Because it's 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 more convenient to not think or plan or strategize mm. how I'm gonna get out of here. But we can't we can't not know. You need to know today. I'm asking you to know. This is what I'm looking for. This is where I want to be. So my question would be, what do you want to be? Get a picture of who you want to be in your head. What does that look like? Like the clothes or what you mean? The overall lifestyle? Overall lifestyle. Uh, I say like a, a cool rent style house, you know. Ten foot of better ceilings, you know, stuff like that. Um, not really too crazy on foreign cars, but as long as I have a nice car that can get me to sure. be or wherever I need to go, that's cool. Um, and 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 a, and a powerful network. I said powerful network. So Fam, straight kid, good, all that good stuff. Mom, good. Yeah. What does that um, mean? Like mom, good. Like, she ain't got to worry about paying bills, and she ain't got to worry about what she going to lay ahead at or, you know, stuff like that, how she going to get around. Or How much you think she needs to make that happen? No, my mama, she don't need much. i say probably about, uh, like, you mean for for the rest of her life? Yeah, just lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle? Yearly? Monthly. Monthly? Monthly, i say probably... Uh, I'm going to just throw it out. Throw it like 5000 a month. 5000 good. If that. If, and I, I, I think that's something that you want to do, but you mm. haven't been intent, intentional about making it happen. Because if you did, you would calculate that in all the money that you need to make. Okay, I need to make 5000 for my mom, this for my house, type of house that I want, um, making sure my kids are good, because good is like a, it's a really arbitrary, 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 goal. <laughs> it's just like a, I just want to make sure y'all good. That's Siri. Right? Good is relative. But I'm asking you to have a picture in your head. So when I, I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, mm -hmm. and I had this picture in my head. Did you envision it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, bro. I, I will tell you, I had a vision board, and I'm going to find a picture. I took a picture of this vision board. I had a vision board of a building years before I got it. Years before I got it. This is when I, I think I might have first left the Cheesecake Factory. I was doing like a vision board every single year. And I was doing it before I left the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. But I just saw it. One of the things I saw was me being able to take care of all of my mom's bills. So while I'm working at the Cheesecake Factory, every single year for her birth, birthday, mm -hmm. I never got her a gift. I took something away from her though, every year. So every year I would take away a bill. Okay. Cause I had this vision. I'm, 
I want my mom to not have not one bill for the rest of her life. So first year, I say, Mom, I'm not getting you anything, but I'm going to transfer your phone bill to mm-hmm. my account. You'll never have to pay another phone bill again. One year, I said, Mom, I'm not getting you nothing for your birthday. She said, why not? At least take me to eat. I said, well, maybe. But how much is your power bill? And she told me. I said, I want you to give me the power bill, and I'm going to put it on automatic payment. This is while I'm working at the Cheesecake Factory because I'm calculating what's needed. I'm like, oh, her power bill, one bedroom apartment can't be more than $80. I could take care of that. And at this point, I set up a, a, a t-shirt business where I'm selling these like $25 t-shirts. And I'm like, all right, I need to sell four t-shirts every single month to take care of this power bill. I need another four t-shirts every month to take care of this phone bill. And I started taking stuff away because I had this vision that every single year I'm going to make a little more money to take away all of her bills. Eventually, I did that. But it was because I planned it years ago. Gotcha. Somebody be like, yo, what do you want to do? I never said I don't know. There's a picture of how I want things to be. So I draw it all out, and outside of drawing it, I'm calculating what it takes to do that. Go on Zillow and look at some houses. Mm-hmm. Go to Zillow.com, Z-I-L-L-O-W, mm-hmm. Zillow.com. Look at some houses. Look at houses in the $300,000 range, then $500,000, then million. You might say million dollars, too many, too many rooms. I don't need all that. Right. This is a nice house. This is how much it's going to cost. How much is it going to cost me every single month? What do I have to set up to make sure that happens? But if not, I'm telling you, I'll talk to you next year, and you'll just be doing something else to make money. Like we're handling our, situ- our, our, our current situation. Mm-hmm. We can't live like that. Nah, you got to further. Yeah. You got to further. I always got to elevate. Yeah. And I want you to elevate. This next year, I want you to elevate. And it's going to be easy for you. Because now, after this conversation, ideally, you're going to be more intentional. And intentionality is where success comes from. Most people are just wandering. What's it called? Um, there's a book called... Uh, uh, um, um, what's that? What's the book? Uh, Art of the uh, Conversations with the Devil or something like that by uh, Dale Carnegie or Andrew Carnegie. Yeah, we read it. Outwitting the Devil. Who? Outwitting the Devil. Outwitting. Read Outwitting the Devil. You can get on audio. Is dope. Audio is better, I think, because you get like there's a conversation with a man and the devil. Okay. The devil, and this is like, I think they might have wrote this in the 60s or so. Napoleon Hill? Napoleon Napoleon Hill, Hill. yeah, yeah. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I read it a couple times. And you said what? Yeah. Yeah, after Napoleon Hill's wife uh, died, they just just kept it like, because I think his wife didn't want him to release it because he was talking about some real stuff. Like, oh, how about how... um, how cigarettes are going to kill our youth. Oh, wow. Back then. Back then. Wow. I, yo, the propaganda, how the how the media was going to tailor mm. how we operate. But the media is designed to keep people on a lower level, but the people who know go into a higher level to use that stuff. But one of the main points was called, uh, where he called people drifters. 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 They just wake up in the morning and let life go. take them wherever life takes them. Wow. I go to work. I do my podcast. I go eat. 
go out with my friends. But what if that's planned though? Say it again. Like what if that's their plan? Sometimes people plan to drift. Wow. You know what drifting looks like? Like when you, you know, you turn, but you're not turning. You're kind of sliding. Let me give you an example of drifting. Drifting is like, hey, would you rather have $500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z? And someone asks, hey, what would you ask him? And you say? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's called drifting. I believe you're talented. You got a great personality, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I think once you stop drifting, mm-hmm. sky's the limit for you. But we got to stop drifting. Right now, you are a 31-year-old drifter. And if you had this message or you read that book, 10 it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And 
Everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Years ago, life would be so much different for you right now. You can't change that. But what you can change right now is 10 years from today. But everything you do today, like I believe, and this is a quote by me, I created this quote. Um, where you are today, everything you have, every situation you're in, is the sum total of all of the decisions that you made up until now. So where you are, everything you are, everything, every who you are right now, everything you have or don't have, is just the sum total of every decision that you've made. So think back, you probably think of some decisions that you probably wouldn't have made had you been thinking. Mm -hmm. You're probably uh, thinking of some decisions that you, uh, uh, you would have or would have not made had you been thinking. Whether you make a decision or don't, that's a decision. But it led you to where you are right here. Somewhere along the path, you figure, yo, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to listen to something positive or you got out of the hood mentality like, yo, I, I don't want to do what y'all doing every day. I went back to New Jersey one time. This was years ago. I went to one of my friend's house and it was a Friday night. And I was like, yo, what y'all got going on? He's like, yo, we about to go to so-and-so house. We went to so-and-so's house and there was a bottle. We had some drinks. We drank and we smoked and talked and kicked it. And wasn't nothing wrong with that. The only problem was Five years ago, I had deja vu, bro. Yeah. It was deja vu. I'm like, yo, this is what we did every single Friday night. Yeah. But they never stopped it. But along your journey, something happened where you said, I'm going to follow this podcast, dude. Oh, I'm, I, I want some information. That decision said, yo, I'm tuned in. I want some information. That decision to get information led you here, which led to this conversation, which is going to show up 10 years from now. So the episode dropping 10 years from now? No. Oh, okay. Who you're going to be is going to show up 10 years okay, from now. Okay, I got you. I got you. But yeah, I was trying to see like what type of advice would you give somebody who was in reach position, like they had a production job or whatever. No, they did a podcast and they're the producer. They do all the editing and whatever, but they're trying to transition out of that. How would you advise them to go about that? Give me your real scenario. Like, I basically do what Reese is doing. Mm -hmm. I set the cameras up. I do all that. Edit all the videos. I make all the Instagram clips and YouTube shorts, things of this nature. But I'm trying to transition from that because I have so much other stuff going on that it kind of delays that production. For sure. I think the real question is what's all the other stuff you got going on? Well, like I say, I'm trying to leverage the barbering, mm -hmm. my barbering career, build my clientele. Um, that's really like my my main focus right now, trying to build that up. So when you say trying to build that up, what do you mean? Build up my clientele okay. for the barber. So you're spending more time looking for clients as a barber. Mm. and Less and time then, producing the show. Got you. Got you. Okay. 
So do you make a lot of money as a barber? Dude, I do pretty good. So it kind of depends on, are you going to take some of the money that you make from all the efforts being a barber to alleviate you from doing all that other work? What you mean? Like maybe hire somebody to do all the stuff that you can't okay, do. Okay, I figured that. I mean, but if, if you're not in a position where you have the money to do it, mm-hmm. then you just got to keep doing it. So before Reese and anybody, I would set up all the lights, camera, all that stuff. We, we weren't in this studio, but I set up the cameras, lights, mics, all that kind of stuff. Did you do the editing too? All of it. I take the footage home, edit that joint, upload it, titles, thumbnail. I did everything. Mm. I did everything. Yeah. But yeah. it's something that I really want to do. Is, it was a grind, bro. Yeah. We can't really get away from the hard work. Like, you have time. It's just you don't want to allocate that time to do it. And I'm not suggesting you continue to produce the whole thing yourself. Yeah. But I would until it started making money. So I didn't I didn't hire somebody to help me until I figured out a way to get the podcast to make some money. Mm. But it's all math. Like, something needs to be done. There's a price to get it done. You got to pay the money. How do you pay the money? Where do you get the money from? Do you take it from your barber work? Put it in there? Cool, no problem. But you still have to have a plan for the growth of the podcast because someday you don't want to take your barber money and put it into a podcast. You want to take the podcast money and put it into the podcast. That would be the goal. But you got to come up with a plan, like a strategy, mm. on how you're going to make money from this podcast. Okay. So other than other than like social media production and stuff like that, like how can you how can you leverage a podcast even more? Well, being on the internet. So you need to have a business that the podcast promotes. Okay. So some people just get on the mic. It's like, yo, we just have a podcast and we're just going to make this podcast thing happen. And most people don't know what that means. Well, see, that was my, that was my aim to promote the businesses, like for the barbering, for the music. Um, My co-host, he do custom t-shirt apparel and stuff like that. So that was the aim for the podcast. One of the reasons why we wanted to start the podcast to further promote the businesses. So what was the podcast about? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, man. I'm still trying to figure out the niche, man. I'm still trying to figure out our niche two That's, years later. So my point is, my point is intentionality. Meaning, let's say, for instance, you were looking to promote your music. Mm-hmm. You should probably have a music podcast where you are analyzing the new music that's coming out. You are the the um, you are the authority in the podcast. I mean, in the music space, okay. you're the one uncovering all the artists that are gonna pop soon. Like you should have been the person that knew Sexy Red was gonna be Sexy Red before she became. Sexy that's kind of my aim for. It. But you have to become an authority. Yeah. And now when you become an authority, you're building an audience of people who want to hear this information. And now you eject your music. Mm. Every okay. intro is your music. In the middle of it, yo, we stop. I wrote this song about this topic. Yo, check this out. But that's what you call intentionality. I got you. I want to grow in the music space. So I'm going to start a music podcast so that I can grow in the space. But well, what if not I'm not doing podcast. music? Say it again? What if I'm not doing music? That's just an example. If okay. And my objective was to be a business coach. I'm starting a business podcast. I got you. Let's say I want to get, there's a guy on the internet who he points out people who are scamming people financially. He's a CPA or like a, an, he's an accountant, right? A CPA. 
certified public accountant. Mm-hmm. So he has a show that unveils all of the financial errors in the black community. If someone's taking advantage of people, financially taking their money, mm-hmm. he's going to talk about how this doesn't make sense. This is a scam because I'm a certified public accountant. I can tell you about these financial things, which makes sense because at the end of every show, it's like, yo, if you need an accountant, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the guy. Holla okay. at me. Okay, I see what you're getting at. It's genius. Yeah. We're not the closest of friends, but it's brilliant in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's intentional. He has a show that's showing his authority in a particular area, and at the end, I have an offer. So it doesn't matter what the thing is that you do, but the podcast isn't just, let me just do a podcast, unless you have a big brand. And then it's just, I know people are going to be interested in me so I can make money from it. Okay, it makes Tensionality. sense. It makes sense. It if makes I sold sense. T-shirts, I would be the person... Finding all the different t-shirt brands in the country. Okay. Seeing their stories and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to say, hey, support me. My t-shirt. I got you. Yep. That sums it up. Yeah. That sums it up. I got you. Okay. All right, man. Okay. You did did good. This is a really good episode. Was it really? Or you just said Yeah, this was good. Right, Reese? This was good. We got a chance to talk about the black struggle. Yeah, man. We, we, you know. It's strong. We need to talk about that more. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna you know talk talk about that more on our show. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Doctor Umar Johnson, he got a, I think he got a podcast, right? I ain't seen that one, guy in years. He, he talk about one thing, and guess what? He get booked for every black woke event <laughs> because he's able to show his authority. It's yeah. like this is what I do. If if I if I ask Doctor Umar Johnson to talk about the 13th Amendment and black people and slavery and how slavery had an effect on our hood and how our hood has an effect on us now, oh, Yeah, he'll go for hours because he has such a depth of knowledge in it. Now, again, I don't, I don't know the brother. I'm not, like, I'm not a fan, but I'm a fan of somebody who moves with intentionality and my whole brand is wrapped around the thing that I do. I can respect it. Intentional. These aren't drifters. Got it? I got you. Cool. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.